The Quick Smart Comedy Show was originally broadcast on SoundArt Radio. For more programming, visit soundartradio.org. Today's show, we shoot for the stars as David and James go interstellar. Welcome to the wonderful world of the quick, smart comedy show with friends and guests, stuff. Things. It's the quick, smart comedy show. Let's meet your hosts, David and James. Hello, and welcome to the Quick Smart Comedy Show with me, Dave, and alongside me is James. Hello. Or uh, James, as they'd call you on the continent, James. You went to Spain or somewhere? I think they'd probably say James rather than James. Yeah, well, how'd you find that out? Um, just watching telly. Huh? I was watching travel programs. Where have you been watching telly? When? Yeah. Uh, through the window of Dixon's. Oh. Does Dixon's exist anymore? Uh, yeah. <laughs> does it, I for, thought you shut down. For this conversation, know. yeah. <laughs> for both of this conversation, it does. So yeah, Hammers. Do you ever go abroad? Hmm, oh, James. Okay. Well, Always James. We'll stick with plain old James then. Hello, James. How's it going? Uh, yeah, pretty good. You remember a couple months ago, I, I, right. I, I, I uh, got into uh, a little, I would say gang. Kind Joined a gang. Well, a gang. Sounds dangerous, James. But, mm. you, should, you should stick with me. I think. <laughs> Don't go off finding other friends. Just stick with me. Yeah. Well, the problem was with the, I. I said it as a gang, but they classed it as a cult. Um, what a cult? A cult. Yeah. What sort of cult? The dangerous type. <laughs> right. Okay. What? What did they I think it was like cult? a level eight out of ten. You know, that's what they gave it. You know. Eight out. Who gave it an eight out of ten? Uh, the government. Really? How did you see <laughs> the rating system of the government? Well, they they had a megaphone. It was a kind of a, like, a, like a standoff situation with guns and whatnot. <laughs> You're an eight out of ten cult. Yeah. By coming in. That yeah. sort of situation. That was, poli- that was kind of a more polite version. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. Well, what did they do? There's kind of grades, you know. I was like a low grade. I didn't oh, okay. know. I was more in the kitchens, you know. What? Did you have a rank or anything? Dinner. Grandmaster. Who was the grandmaster? Anyone we know? Well, I didn't know him either. Yeah, okay. So you were just serving. So you basically, for free, served yeah. a man a meal. Yeah, when you, when you do say it out loud, it does sound weird, doesn't it? Mm. Never really thought about it until you know the rage. <laughs> until the police turned up. Yeah. It was great. Was he happy with that? Uh, I don't know. That's a shame. It's always good to know how you're doing, isn't but it? But yeah, they came in, rammed down the doors. Did you get arrested? Uh, well, I snuck out the back. Oh. But it was on the news that day. The, the others did, yeah. They all got arrested, did they? Yeah, yeah. Have they, uh, have they fingered you as it were? They said he was part of the cult as well. No, they didn't know who I was. <laughs> you were that insignificant yeah. in the it's pecking so, order. Well, it's decompartmentalised, you know. Right, okay. Oh, so you're in the... Extent, I, I, they don't even know that how many people there were there. Doesn't sound like a very organised cult. If I was the grandmaster of a cult, I'd have mm. a strict hierarchy. I'd know exactly yeah. the ins and outs. Were you starting a cult? I'll join. Um, need a chef. I know. I just need someone to serve me yeah. my meals and then uh, lick the plate clean afterwards. That was, as you say, that was your roof over your head for what a couple of months. Yeah, about two, two and a half months. Oh, okay. Good. So where are you? Uh, where just you on the streets. Now? Back on the streets again. Yeah. 
Well, that's a shame. Well, it's ups and downs, isn't it? You know, you just got to take the rough of the smooth. Well, indeed. So you should have taken a leaf out of my book, James, rather than um, kind of uh, staying on the streets like we have been ever since we lost our jobs at the B&B. People forget that. <laughs> indeed. If you're wondering, yeah, why we are uh, homeless at the moment, the B&B we uh, worked in shut down. So um, mm. unfortunate circumstances. So, yeah, then we're both homeless. But what you should have done, right, is taken advantage of uh, your position here as a DJ on the radio station. See, what I did earlier in the week, I got into the roof and I sort of, you know, you've got that like insulation. It's all nice and warm. I sort of nestled into the insulation, kind of a bit like a, maybe like a nesting owl of sorts. I think that's how I describe <laughs> it. So I sort of nestled in. Um, and yeah, I was sleeping there quite soundly. So that was quite good. What were you doing before that? Um, I was just kind of um, looking in the window of the cult that you were in. <laughs> just going, can I have some of the scraps of that? Pl-? James, can I have some of the scraps? And I just see you eat them all. And then I right. so. oh. Um, it was actually me that phoned the police about the cult, so sorry about that. I didn't realise it was going to lose you your roof over your head. So, but anyway. how, how are you getting in here? I mean, it's locked, isn't it? I always told it's firmly locked, as, and I've tried getting in. Well, because so. when I um, I snuck in uh, at the end of someone's uh, show um, yeah. last week, and I've just been in there ever since. So that's why you haven't seen me for like six right. days because I've just been I've just been in the insulation. Just- Sort of hibernating. It's nothing really right, to eat. Yeah. That's why I've lost kind of like two stone. I'm yeah, looking you're quite looking scrawny. Strong, yeah. um, you need to eat scraps. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right, I thought you were looking pretty healthy and full. Those scraps, mm, is it? Yeah, yeah. Something quite interesting I did find up there. No food up there. Huh. But I did find um, some interesting documents you might be interested to know about. Like what? Well, I'll show you, James. Right. Sorry, I've just got There's a lot of documents. Right. Have a read of that. Uh, pretend, pretend for the listeners I can't read but we both know really I just don't want to <laughs> right okay look X4392 dash space station dash radio station <laughs> I think what these are James these are the secret plans to some sort of hidden spaceship within the radio station see I don't think that why don't you think that it's a radio station but look how officially they've been sort of drawn out in biro they look really nice yeah that is true yeah, someone's kind of, they've coloured that little bit in. That looks quite mm. nice, doesn't it? I think only a professional could colour in crayon Well, see, like knowing that. the station manager, Olaf, like we do, I don't think he would buy a, a space station. Why not? I think a bit out of his range, isn't it? Price rise. I know he can't afford to pay us, but I reckon the only reason he can't afford to pay us is because he's invested hundreds of millions of pounds into a spaceship. Right. I reckon, yeah. Don't you well, think? a sound. That's a sound explanation, isn't it? So I thought for a very special uh, part of the show today, we would try and launch the spaceship. I've been here quite a lot. I don't think it is a space station. Um, well, maybe it's not a space station. Maybe it's just a ship then. It's just going to launch and it's oh, yeah, going to come back sense. down again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, it's not maybe not a space station, but it's a spaceship. Yeah, I thought we'd uh, try and uh, launch it. So if you look here on the plan, uh, yeah. I think that probably, that button there, I think, that must be that button there on the uh, the desk for the radio. I reckon... Um, well, yeah. yeah, let's just match them up. This one says the go button. That one there says Mike. So... Go Mike. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a code. Go, Mike, go. Well, it's over my head if it is a code. That's why it's lucky that you didn't find it, James, and I found it, because I've managed to decipher the code. So now, ladies and gentlemen, I will be launching the spaceship. Nothing happened, Dave. Maybe it's not that button, then. I mean... Um, right, I just need to consult at least we're the... At uh, yeah, at least we're not taking us off the air. Right, I need to consult the documents. Right. Ah, no, it's not, it's not go, Mike. It's launch that it says on here, which is... Um, uh, volume mic two over here. Right. Volume mic two launch. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly. All, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I unleash the British space program. Maybe maybe the ship's like warming up or something. Mm, that does sound like a warming up sound. It's getting it? a bit hot in here. Actually, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon it's warming up. Right. <laughs> 
Maybe not. Maybe it's a code and you've got to like hit. Maybe you've got to hit all the buttons. Well, I don't that, hit. That's buttons. the code. Right, okay, right. Get out of the way. Get out of the way. Right. Awesome. Well, you smashed everything. Oh, no. Well, I was going to go mental. I've broken the desk. <laughs> I only know how to turn up the microphone. I don't know how to fix everything else. Oh. Oh, I'm getting stressed, James. I'm getting stressed. It looks like it didn't work, David. But that, I've predicated the whole show on the fact we're going to be launched into space. Well, I'm getting stressed because I've broken the desk. Oh, that's well, going to go I mental. Just turn on the uh, aircon. There's the, uh, the aircon button. Just turn that one on, Dave. Oh, okay. Let's get some air in here. Mm, that sounds like air, doesn't it? Quick smart camera show. Are you there, James? Yeah, while well, we're talking. Where are we? I'm not particularly sure what happened in the last two minutes. <laughs> I was trying to get some air in the studio and then, wham! We're shutting off into... Into God, oh God, where are we? At least it's a bit colder up here. All right, chaps, all right? Who's that? Dave, who's that? I can't see. All right, chaps, sorry. a lot sorry. of smoke. Sorry, guys, you were, you were floating adrift. So, you know, I thought I would, uh, you know, pull you in with a space station tractor beam. So I put in your, your little shuttle. What are you talking about? Who are you? All right, my, my name's Julian Assange, mate. Julian Assange? Yeah, have you, have you heard of me? Everyone's heard of me, come on, mate. Oh, yeah, I, I have. Dave, you haven't, though, so, because you had something earlier, you give me a list of people you hadn't heard of, that was one of them. So maybe just explain who you are to Dave, because I know. All right, But Dave well, doesn't. <laughs> I'll explain to your pretty dim friend over here. My name yeah. is Julian Assange. I am the co-founder. Co-founder? Co-finder? I did everything to did do... Did you find it, too? I, I, I found it. I founded it. I found founded it. And you find it. Then day. I founded it, and then uh, yeah, and then it was called WikiLeaks. Mm. Have you heard of that? Yeah, again, I have. What's WikiLeaks? Oh, you not heard of WikiLeaks, mate? You heard of WikiLeaks, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> who, who is this guy? I don't know. Come on. Well, right. I do know. WikiLeaks, right? It's a little website I set up. I say a little, pretty international website I set up to a leak. Uh, government documents that I felt needed to be in the public eye. Well, I'm James, by the way. This is nice Dave. to meet you, James. Nice, nice to, to meet you, Dave. Why are you here? <laughs> what? what? Yeah. Where are we? Is that a big window, Dave? Can we just, like, look through that? What was... What's... Oh, my God. Is that... Is that Earth I see before me? I think it is. <laughs> We've gone very far in about 40 seconds. That's right, mate. You, you flew in at quite a speed. It was, uh, too, it was a bit tricky to uh, catch you in the uh, space station tractor beam, but I managed to. A what? A tractor beam? You know, that, yeah, a tractor beam, you know, it's an energy beam and it sort of pulls you into the station, you know? Okay. Yeah, so I did that. You did that? I did that, all by myself. I'm the only one here, mate. Oh, right. Well, I didn't think Julian Assange would know how to, you know, maneuver a, a tractor beam. Well, you thought wrong, mate. I'm full of surprises, mate. You know, I'm quite talented. I can use a space station to uh, pull in another little spaceship with a tractor beam. I'm a dab hand at tennis, you know? Have you ever played cribbage? You want a you want a game now? I will. What's cribbage? Cribbage. It's a it's a little sort of board card game. I think. I've never heard of it. Um, well, I think. Well, my friends called it cribbage. I don't know. But I'm really pretty good at that. I'm pretty good at fencing. 
So oh. if you want, if you want a little sword fight later. Can you do ma- many sports in space. Um, well, it's mainly sort of floating around, so it's, yeah. it's quite easy just to stab the opponent from behind when they sort of floated around because they can't control themselves. Well, I've got gravity boots, so I can stand on the floor. So, Right, right. Yeah. I, I d- we did mention, we are floating, by the way, listeners. So we, <laughs> we are, aren't we? We should have already known you that. Need, you need some pair of gravity boots, mates. Yeah? I'm not so firmly attached to the floor. Luckily, obviously, Olaf put in place the satellite you know, linking system that you could broadcast from anywhere in the universe and still get a, a good, clear signal. Who's he, your, your CIA handler? Is that who he is, Olaf? No, he's, uh, he's a, a, a local community station owner slash manager. All right. But, I mean, he probably does the same kind of thing. You mean you guys aren't from the CIA? No, we're from Sound Art Radio, uh, the quick smart comedy show. Oh. I don't think you guys should be on the space station then. <laughs> it's been a bit of a mix-up. Well, what do you mean? Do you not get community station DJs coming up here a lot? Or? Not normally. Is that not a regular thing? No, it's mainly just my CIA handler and uh, a couple of heavies, <laughs> normally. <laughs> what are heavies, sorry? Heavies, you know, just like big guys, just sort of scary right, guys. Like me and Dave. No, not like you. Look, you're pretty scrawny, mate. You look like you haven't had a good meal for a week. Oh, I haven't had a good meal for the week. Well, I've been. Well, I'm looking right there, aren't I, Julian? Oh, you're looking fine, mate. You're looking quite a. Yeah. No, you got a nice sort of healthy glow about mm. you. You look like you've been eating many meals. Scraps, many, you know. Well, bit of egg, bit, bit of fat off a bacon strip. Well, you know. every little helps, doesn't it, to oh, bulk, bulk out the body? Yeah. So uh, yeah, maybe next time the heavies come, I'll, <laughs> I'll keep you around. But yeah, so. Right, you haven't come to sort of, like, help me then? No, uh, well, I didn't realise we were going to go into space, if I'm honest with you. It's a bit of a shock to me. Oh, really? Yeah, we were just, you know, doing our show, hitting random buttons, as we do. Fair enough. Smashing keyboards, and now we're in space. Well, if you weren't supposed to be here, you're probably wondering why I'm here, the mighty Julian Assange. Yeah. You're probably thinking I was in the Ecuadorian embassy, mate. Again, I knew everything, Dave. Not cleared in. The what embassy? Ecuadorian embassy. Ecuadorian mate. embassy, Dave. You said. I said too. Exactly. Don't know what's going on. <laughs> Ecuadorian embassy. You know, the world thought that I'd been there the last two years. You know, hiding out from the American government because they're trying to like arrest me or whatever. But really, what happened was, have you heard of the X-37B secret space shuttle that NASA launched a couple of years ago? Yeah. Yep. Is your friend over here? Ah, uh, again. Although I don't really keep up with NASA news, it's not really a yeah. massive sort of pressing issue where I'm from. Do you need to know about Dixons? The current state of Dixons? Because um, I do know about Dixons actually. I can I sort of keep tabs on people on RP, you know, I can sort of like listen in to... Are Dixons still a thing? Because we weren't sure. The Dixons Group, I believe, is still a limited company in the UK and is still trading, but under different names. I think it mainly trades under the sort of Curry's PC World moniker. Oh, okay. Whereas I think the Dixons High Street brand has sort of gone away. Well, I've got what I wanted to know out of the uh, day, so should we just get back in the ship and, you know, get, out, get going? Yeah, I think maybe we should head back. I'm not... This guy's not been the sort of nicest to me. Well, it's not my fault if you don't know who I am, mate. If you're, you're foolish enough not to know Julian Assange is, mate. Your friend over here seems to. Mm. Well, he's not really clued in. He's, li- he's living in a, a roof at the moment, so... He's living in a roof? Mm. Uh, like an owl, I think he described it. Yeah. Well, I know a thing about owls as well. You know, I've been listening into the RSPB, and apparently... Um, owl crime is on the up. It's just a fact I heard. You what know, was it before, and what is it now? Owl crime, I think, um, I didn't really have the sort of scale for the figures they were talking about, but apparently yeah. owl crime used to be a two. Now owl crime is a three. Oh, wow. So That much? Plus one, I'm not sure what owl crime actually is. And what's the, you know, the, the, the length in that? I don't know. I don't know the scale, so I'm oh, not okay. sure 
If it's but a it's scale of two up, to three, it could be a scale from two to three million. I'm not right, pretty right, sure, right, right. but I'll be listening to the RSPB and yeah, our crime's on the way up. So, is that why you're up here? <laughs> well, just, just to, the to RSPB? find out, yeah, just to find out, you know, those kind of. Well, as I say, if you as you're asking, mate, um, I was sent up on the X-37B uh, space shuttle secretly by NASA, and uh, you know they thought we need someone to be listening in and leaking information, and they thought. Who better to ask than Julian Assange made, co-founder, founder of WikiLeaks. <laughs> so they thought they'd send me up to space. I've been using all the, uh, using all the wonderful technology here on the space station, and I can uh, listen in on anyone I want. I can uh, listen in to maybe phone conversations. I can read emails. I can read tweets. Uh, I guess everyone can read tweets anyway. That's yeah, I mean, the they're a pretty public thing, right? <laughs> yeah, but, you know, emails, uh, phone calls. But I imagine you could probably read, you know, the, the drafts that are Absolutely. Published. I could read it when people yeah. were, you know, typing and thought, oh, no, I better not type that. That's slightly yeah. too offensive. Delete it, type it again. I can read all that, mate. you got a folder over you on your desktop. Do you have a desktop in space? Uh, no, no. I, a, a Mac, probably. Oh, uh, yeah, it's all it's all MacBooks mm. these days, mate. Yeah, yeah it's all uh, high highfalutin technology. Sure thing. Sure thing. So, uh... Yeah, you're probably thinking... Thinking a lot at the moment. My, my, my mind's buzzing with questions. Right, well, far away, mate. What do you want to know? Well, we've covered Dixon's. Uh, the thing about owls was really bugging me. Right, yeah. Yeah, I guess what... what I'm, I'm guessing what you're spying on just everyone. Yeah, just everyone and anyone, mate. Okay, good. Well, that's all my questions answered. Dave, you got any? Um, have I got any questions? Um... No, I think that's pretty much explained out. There was nothing else I'd want to know from this situation. <laughs> I'm totally clear and aware of what's happening. Clairvoyant. <laughs> Some would say. Right, okay, so... Um, Do you have any food? Have I got any food? Yeah. Uh, no, not really. Um, there was sort of some potatoes floating outside in space, which I managed to sort of suck in the other day. Um, right. So there's a couple of them out the back, should okay. you, uh, if you want any. But aside from that, I haven't really... Uh, Got much food, mate, to be honest. Well, I'm not out of Oh, what's that? Two seconds, mate. What? Kind of communication from somewhere. Oh, hello? Who's that? Hello there. Is this the secret space station? That's right, it's the space station. Who's calling, please? We're just a couple of, well, I say a couple of, there's a ship full of celebrity space travelers, space tourists, and we're just, we're just wondering whether we could, uh, we could just come aboard and maybe look around the station and just sort of, you know, look at the in intricacies of your operation. Hmm, that sounds a bit weird. It does, Julia, it does sound a bit weird. I wasn't expecting this ship. You're not, you're not from the CIA, are you? Um, no, we're not, we're not, we're not are, we, are we from the CIA? No, no, we're not from the CIA. That's a bit weird. I wasn't expecting any CIA people or non-CIA people. And you guys turn up, and these guys turn up. A bit weird. Um, yeah, if you'd like to come to uh, Airlock 2, uh, I will send the uh, welcoming committee to come and meet you. Strange traveller. Thanks very much. See you in a bit. I, th I thought you were the only person here, Julian. Who's the welcome committee? You guys are. What? I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> you know, he could, be, he could be here for any purposes. Well, I don't think we could handle any trouble. Are you, are you joking, man? I, I've already, I said earlier, I've already recruited you as my heavy. So you got to go down there and... Uh, sort what, do, you, do you have a, a, a gun or a wrench or something in case um, There's no guns in space, you know. I, I didn't want to accidentally like shoot through the hull of the station. I don't know who I'd be shooting, but I just thought it'd be a needless well, danger. Out of boredom, probably. <laughs> Absolutely. Just, you know, target practice with those spuds that you got. Absolutely, you know, so um, no weapons. Easy way to mash, I imagine. Shooting? Just, yeah, just shoot a spud. Quite possibly. I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of the mash. I've usually gone for the boiled or the new. So, uh, 
So, but I'll, I'll keep it in mind should I come across a gun suddenly in space. But uh, yeah, if you guys, uh, if you guys like to go down there and meet him, why well, not particularly? What about you, Dave? I don't want to go down. There. <laughs> I'm scared enough of you, Julian. Let <laughs> alone this new guy that's turned up. Oh, guys, come on, come on. Oh, I saved your lives, guys. You are flying into space. You're about to fly towards God knows where. Maybe the sun or something. I don't really know. I sucked you in on the tractor beam, so at least your aim is to go down and meet some possibly dangerous man in a space station you've never been to. Well, okay, Julian, I'll tell you what, we'll help you out. Maybe you could, I don't know, send a message to us, uh, for us back to Earth. Maybe, you know, help our ship get back to Earth, that'd be great. Because uh, I don't really want to be stuck up here, if I'm honest. Well, you, uh, Dave, I, I don't want to be up here. I'm not, no, I don't, I'd quite like to go home, to be honest. I know I was going to set up a sort of space uh, episode. Yeah, I mean, you did have a plan, but... Uh, I did, but it really has not gone to plan. I was just hoping we were going to, I was just hoping we were going to bump into, I don't know, Armstrong or Aldrin. Yeah, the guy who did the David Bowie cover. We go, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that great, wouldn't it? Someone that knows something about space, and we'd have a little interview, and then we go home. I didn't, I wasn't sort of expecting mass surveillance, and this is all a bit over my head, if I'm honest. Right, okay, well, um... Yeah, I'll send you a message for you. If you go down there, I'll send a message down to Earth saying I've uh, got a couple of guys up here that want to come back. And I presume someone will send up, I don't know. Something. Something to come and get you. So, oh, that sounds uh, good. Okay. Okay, we'll, we'll do it. Yeah, Airlock 2. It is Airlock 2. Airlock 2. Quick smart camera show. Airlock 2, wouldn't it? Yeah, while we're here. Um, it says airlock two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot my glasses, James. I couldn't see that. I've just been bumbling around. I think, I think the n- n- malnourishment has really got to you. It's really got to my eyes, actually. I can't. Everything's a bit of a blur, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, what's going on? Uh, I think <laughs> we're supposed to be. I don't know what we're supposed to do. Hello? Is that open doors in space? Um, door open. No, I Please. don't. Please. <laughs> I don't think it's got a sophisticated system like that. Computer, uh, open door. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't realise you uh, could speak space. (laughs) That's pretty impressive. (laughs) Right, so where's this? This should have a celebrity crew or something that we've got to sort of chaperone back up to Julia, I can't see anyone. Can you see him? Is that... Not really. Is that just a load of mannequins sat in the seats? What? Are they people? Mannequins with wigs on. Go and investigate. I can't really see. I, so go. Well, I'm not gonna go in there with just mannequins with wigs on. Well, that's not creepy in the slightest. What was that? Freeze. Who who said that? No wise talk. Right, guys. I'm not wise in the slightest. What are you... Right, wait a minute. I thought there was only I thought there was only meant to be supposed to be one of you on the station. What do you mean? Which one of you is We're Julian supposed... and which one's Assange? We're not supposed to be here at all. We're not I'm not Julian Assange, he's not Julian Assange, no one's Julian, no one's Assange. What what have I been misinformed? Where is Julian Assange aboard this vessel? There is a guy called Julian Assange. We did meet him a minute ago. Don't shoot me, please. Right. Okay. Who are you then? Can we turn around? Can we look at you? <laughs> yeah. Turn around. Dave, turn around. Right. You first. You turn around. I'm gonna turn around. Is it right? To He's turn turning around? around. You turn around. Now. Okay. I'm turning around. Right. Oh. What? Oh, I just expecting someone taller. <laughs> James, who is it? Do you. <laughs> what do you mean? Who is it? You're looking at him. I know, but I can't see very well. I'm mal- well, mal- new, malnourished. Is it kind of like just a scruffy guy in a space suit? I mean, Scru- scruffy guy in a space suit. What are you talking about? Oh, sorry, I don't mean to offend you. Sorry. Do you not know who I am? No. I told you this is a celebrity space shuttle. Is it though? Because we just saw some mannequins with wigs on. Well, albeit most of them are mannequins in wigs, but I'm no mannequin in a wig. Who are you? My name is Bob Geldof. 
Bob Geldof. Bob Geldof. You don't look anything like Bob Geldof. What do you mean I don't look like Bob Geldof? Well, he's got like a kind of. I, don't I look know. more. Like, look more like him than I sound more like him. I think. <laughs> I am, but I know I'm Bob Geldof. I've got all the memories back along of Bob Geldof. When Bob Geldof was born, when Bob Geldof first went to school, when Bob Geldof first went to secondary school, they're all up here. My problem with you is that most people describe in the first person, they don't describe them in the third person when describing themselves. And people don't usually say they'll give me some, like, ID. I don't need a card. If anything, that, th that makes me think you're not Bob Geldof. Why would I carry ID? I know who I am. Good point. Exactly. So, now that I've proven I'm Bob Geldof, who are you? Why have you got a gun? This is a dangerous mission. I've come to stop Julian Assange. We're not Julian Assange. There's, firstly, it's one person, Julian Assange. It's not two people. So you're not Julian and he's not Assange? No. Right. Neither is it the other Who way are you then? Well, I'm James and this is Dave. Hello. Hello. Right. James and Dave. Please don't point that gun in my face. Right. Just, if you're gonna... I'm putting it away for now, but I'll let you know I am a heck of a drawer. So, if you do anything sudden, I will be drawing this gun out like that, my friend. Okay, well that's fair. We're not going to do anything. Right. So we're all calm now. What are you doing here? Uh, we didn't realise our, our radio station doubled up as a rocket. I did. I'll have you know, I actually did know. I had the plans and I was proving to you that it is in fact a space I didn't believe ship. him, Bob. Well, you've got egg on your face, friend, now, I haven't do, you? I do, yeah. Right, so you just... Look down and turn up at a secret space station? Yeah, pretty much, Bob. The US government's been hiding this for years, and you guys just managed to find it? Well, the, the guy, the Julian Assange dude, he did track to beam us in. Apparently, we're just drifting. Right, so. Drifting I through life, drifting through space. <laughs> same old, same old, eh, Dave? Oh, tell me about it, James. I just. <sighs> <laughs> we're quite a melancholy group, Bob. <laughs> How do I know that, you know, you guys seem like you're down in their luck? How do I know that he's not brainwashed you into joining his cause? His cause? I don't know what his cause is. His cause. Oh, cause. I don't know what his cause is. Well, guys, I'm going to let you into a little secret. I'm going to tell you why Julian Assange is aboard this US space station. Gather close. This is tense. This is very tense. How close do we get, Bob? Closer. Okay. Closer. Still? That's right. Okay. Right, what it is! Right. Julian Assange is here. He's working for the US government. And he is spying on the world. He has been employed by the US government to spy on the world. He did say something about that earlier. He did? He's already told you? Well, he mainly gave us facts about owls and stuff. We thought it was very harmless. Oh, he, he didn't divulge any of the important information then. Well, he did say about Like the information about me, for example, that he might have <laughs> gathered per chance, I don't know. No, well, have you got any tweets that are drafts? No, not nothing. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you. You know, don't check the hard drives of the space station. I'm not going to tell you. Right, but what he's he's doing, he might be listening into me and the owl sanctuary or whatever you just said. But what he's really looking for is they're trying to find and stop pre-crime. Have you heard of pre-crime? No. Right, pre-crime, pre-crime is, right? Yeah. It's... The period of time before a crime. Does it have to rhyme? It helps. You know, it helps. I had, I had taken a lot of information from the like mission a briefing. Mental, you know, a mental thing so you remember what. Absolutely. I had, to, yeah. I had to remember a lot for the mission briefing, so I just thought if I can turn it all into a rhyme, I'll be fine. <laughs> so, Julian Assange is trying to identify pre crime. Oh, right. Um, what does that do, sorry? Pre crime 
is the period of time before the crime. We know the the rhyme that you're doing, but was it? What's like the the meaning behind it? Did you remember that? Um, no, I couldn't really make it rhyme, so it's sort of a bit hazy. It was something to do with they listen in. They just say if anyone says anything negative, I think then. Uh, the government would quite like to just incarcerate them indefinitely. So, for example, you know, if you were to, I don't know, send an email to your friend here saying, Oh, weather's not very nice today. Then the pre-crime system that uh, the US government, with the help of Julian Assange, have established, well, they would read that message, and then they would, they would send round someone, I'm not quite sure who, they would um, smash your door down, they would grab you, and then uh, some sort of, I'm not sure what comes next, it's, it's either they take you away and question you, or a giant laser beam in the space station destroys your entire road. I can't quite remember. The but second one does sound quite bad. Maybe it was that. I, I can't, oh no, I, rem I remember the rhyme now. Laser beam from space, if, if you're, if it, no, that's not it. Laser beam from space, uh, if you are negative, um, and in your place. That's it. If you're in your place, your house, and you're negative, the laser beam from space comes down and destroys your road. That's it. That's why I'm here. You're a great lyricist. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's why I've had a string of hit singles. <laughs> so that's why I'm here to stop him, you know. Well, we won't get in your way, Bob. That sounds like a, a, a good mission for you. Yeah, fair enough. Can we can we grab a lift maybe with with you on the way back? What when you when you come back in the uh, in the spaceship? Yeah, I mean, can we move all these mannequins out of the way? Well, don't don't. I know I not. You labelled them, which is quite strange. I mean, if they're just mannequins, nice just to see them. Like. Well, you know, I thought if someone could see through the window, they might sort of yeah. see. Well, they've got a weird face, but they've got a name badge on, so yeah, I can, can see you, who it is. Can you see who it is? I can see the first one is Jessica Beale. Jessica Beale, that's right. I, right. Or you put her at the front. Yeah. You know, just um. Well, it's a, it's a relatively arbitrary decision. She had to go somewhere, put her at the front. <laughs> Who else have you got? You've also got, um... Oh, Bobby Ball. <laughs> He's one of them. From Cannon and Ball fame. That's right. You know, I, I went for A-list and sort of, you know, B-C-list as well. So I got... Right, right, right. I got yeah, mix, yeah. Jessica Beale. I got uh, Bobby Ball. What's that? That's a bit of a smell, Bob, I have to say. Like... Right, well, what happened was, right, I, I sort of ran out of mannequins. What is that at the back? That at the back is the decomposing corpse of the actor Dennis Quaid. I <laughs> I put him at the back so he kind of was quite far away from me when I'm piloting the ship, because you're right, he does he does smell slightly. Are you saying that's a dead corpse? You're carrying a dead corpse? It is a dead corpse. You know, normally I wouldn't have resorted to uh, digging up corpses when I ran out of mannequins to uh, sort of put on the ship. But uh, that's what uh, Mrs. Quaid told me to do. So I did it. Why would Mrs. Quaid... Do you know Mrs. Quaid? You don't know Mrs. Quaid? I don't know Mrs. Quaid. Oh, she's a lovely lady. Uh, she is the, uh, the, uh, the, the widow of uh, Dennis Quaid. Um, you're probably thinking you didn't think Dennis Quaid was dead, but uh, the last yeah, few years it's actually been a, a body double who's been uh, doing all the films and stuff. Luckily, he had exactly the same acting ability as uh, Dennis Quaid, so um, yeah, he's actually dead. My reaction is stun. <laughs> oh, sorry, you you asked me what? Did you ask me why I dug him up? Well, I, w I didn't actually, but I'd like to know. Right, yeah. Well, Mrs. Quaid, um, I think she'd left some sort of jewelry, or maybe it was some sort of. I can't quite remember. Remember the rhyme, Bob. I remember the rhyme. Mrs. Should, we, should we Bob or Sir Bob? I mean, what do you prefer? Um, to be fair, I mean, if they found this out, they'd probably take your nighthead away. I mean, digging up corpses and stuff. Is that allowed? Well, it's all part of the cause. Okay, what cause? 
Well, me, Bob Geldof, I am a Guardian of the Galaxy. Have you ever heard of the Guardians of the Galaxy? I've heard of, there's a film called Guardians of the Galaxy. Are you going, that's right, based on my life story. You're not in it. You're not in the, Bob Geldof isn't in Guardians of the Galaxy. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure I'm in it. Are you sure they didn't just change my name for... I don't know. What, what, who would they have based... What, what have you done that is... <laughs> what? Why would I be in the Guardians of the Galaxy film? Yeah. Because I'm a Guardian of the Galaxy. I've just told you. There's me. Uh, there's Mrs. Quaid. She's a Guardian too? She's also Guardian of the Galaxy. Right. Uh, who, who else is there? It's quite a small team. It's me. Mrs. Quaid. Oh, there's uh, Professor Ryan Fox, the quantum physicist. Oh, I met him once. You meet him, right? Did, uh, did he say he was a guardian of the galaxy? No, he didn't mention it. Oh. Which is a shame, because he was very boring. Maybe we're not no, supposed to tell people, then. Oh, no, I'm not supposed to tell you this, actually. Well, I've started, so i finished, as they say. Uh, Professor Ryan Fox. Uh, there's also uh, the ex-professional wrestler Rusty Crutes. And then, yeah, he was Alaska, Professor Ryan Fox. He did sort of the Oxford, Cambridge sort of area. Yeah, that covered. Uh, who, oh, uh, Mrs. Quaid. She does sort of the southeastern tip of Australia. Yeah. So she's got that covered. Did you cover, what, most of Ireland? Dublin. <laughs> I'm, I'm in charge of Dublin. Dublin, okay. So uh, that's my sort of area. So um, you'll be noticing crime rates have decreased uh, by 7% in the last seven years. 1% a year, that's pretty good. No, I said, did I say 7%? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, maybe, yeah, 7%, yeah, 1% <laughs> a year. I'm not too hard on statistics, I'll be honest. So yeah, we mainly got them. We're probably the most important members. Who else? Oh, and then we got this other guy called Snarlax. He's, he, you know, he's kind of like the fifth kind of outside member, you know, he doesn't do that much. Um, he's just a sort of interdimensional time lord. Um, he deals with, you know, maybe kind of like intergalactic wars. That sounds um, quite important. Maybe sort of mass destruction of planets, that sort of thing. Um, he does, yeah, he covers about 99.8% of the galaxy and indeed the rest of the universe, but... Dublin's yours. Crime is down 7% in Dublin, so what can I say about that? Sure, sure. Uh, I'm just wondering, this is such an important mission, why, hmm? why, why, why do they send you not, you know... The well, professor or, you know, Snarlax. I think what happened was, right, um, initially they were going to send Professor Ryan Fox because they thought, well, you know, he's a quantum physicist, he'll know all about space. But it turns out quantum physics is everything except gravity. So he thought him floating around like we are now probably wouldn't be his bag. So he didn't do it. Uh, then they thought Rusty Crudes. Then we remembered he's dead. <laughs> then we thought Mrs. Quaid, she could do it. But of course, Tuesdays is her day off. Did you leave on the Tuesday? Uh, I left on the Tuesday. We had a mission briefing on Tuesday. I read through the notes and then... Uh, so so was it, was it, were, were all the... You know, I saw in the news mm -hmm. a lot that you were planning to go into space. So mm -hmm. Was that all just training and a cover for this? Or uh, no, that's just on the side? That, that, was just, that was just coincidence. I've always just wanted to go into space just on a little holiday. I sort of, I'd rather have come on a holiday than I would have come mm -hmm. having to try and assassinate a US... Uh, sure, sure, agent. Yeah. Well, it's a bit of a, a working holiday, right? Exactly, oh. yeah. So, you know, I'm so <clears throat> good and bad, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm in space, it's great, but you know, I I have got to come to kill a man. So that's going to put a downer on it. And of course, so, yeah, Mrs. Quaid couldn't do it. Um, and of course, she was off um, trying to organize the um, exhumation of Mr. Quaid's corpse. Uh, which I, as I say, I've got on the uh, on the ship, and um, oh, and Snarlax, Snarlax can do it because he's uh, stopping the mass genocide on uh, Habakin Five. Oh, 
Well, okay. Well, that's a good reason not to. Well, yeah, so I thought, um, you know, as no one else could do it, I thought I'd step into the breach, you know? So, here I am. Well, we don't want to get in your way, Bob. I mean, you said you're only a guardian for seven years. That's right. Only been a guardian for seven years. Um, prior to uh, me working uh, for the uh, for the guardianship, um, the Irish division was mainly sort of populated by potatoes. The Irish ambassador from sort of the late uh, sort of uh, 20th century onwards has been I- uh, potatoes, mainly from Ireland, because aliens couldn't tell the difference between a potato and you know me essentially they couldn't tell the difference so um yeah they used to sort of uh do uh, the back and forth was done by the potatoes coming into space but of course then um these uh these aliens got wise and then they could suddenly recognize human beings so then they suddenly thought well we can't really do business with a potato so the potatoes have sort of been relegated to kind of we just kind of write some sort of note on the side of the potato and then just fire the ambassadors into space and then they kind of float around and then the aliens find them and say it's kind of like a facebook right it's kind of like a sort of vegetable facebook so i want to send a message to an alien i fire the potato ambassador into space i've written the message onto the side what would they you write? It. Send more potatoes? Uh, maybe, yeah. Where have you sent back the previous ambassador? Maybe. I'm running out of potatoes down here. Um, and in some ways, it's probably more efficient than Facebook. Because, you know, I often need to get out of Snarlax. Because he's quite far away often. So I send him a message saying, you know, Hey, Snarlax, how's it going? What's my next mission? And then I can see he's read the message. Because it says seen. So I know he's read it. I get no reply. I, d- I don't know why. You know, I'm saying, you know, what's my next mission? I'm really keen to do some more work. Maybe outside of the Dublin area. But I just I never get a reply. So I've kind of concluded that firing potatoes into space is a more efficient way of yeah, contacting I, extraterrestrial beings. I do hate that one. When, when they when you, you can see they've seen it, you know. Just reply. If you've got the time to see it, you've got the time to reply. You've got the time. You know. Tell that to Snorlax, my friend. <laughs> Tell that to Snorlax. So, anyway... Um, well, maybe we'll just wait in your ship. You know, if you can just get the corpse out of the way. I'm not sure why you brought a corpse with you, but take that out. We'll wait in here. You do whatever you got to do, then we'll go back to Earth, right? Uh, fair enough. Whatever. I don't mind too much. I've got the talent and resources to do this myself, so um, I'm just going to go and uh, stop Julian. Well, we can help you if you want, but... You sure? Well, Dave can't see that well, and I... No, my vision's a bit blurry. We, I think we could just like kind of walk behind you, be your heavy, I guess. Like, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Always, always fancied having heavies. So, yeah, if you if you sort of flank either side of me, we'll burst through this door. Uh, yeah, mean, we'll you, rush up to him. You did say it's an important mission, right? Very it's important mission. Everyone being killed? We started to stop every, yeah, we're trying to stop everyone being killed. That's right. Well, okay. Well, okay. We'll, right. We'll help. <laughs> Great, right. Through the door. Greetings, chaps. This is your captain speaking, Brigadier Julian Assange. Uh, title I have bestowed upon myself, but I think it's a good title. I'll uh, just let just to let you know that I have got microphones installed in every aspect of the ship, so I have been listening to your conversation for the last few minutes, and uh, I am going to stop you from uh, assassinating me, uh, Bob, 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 whatever your name was, Bobby Bob. You've just locked us in, Julian. Well, he's foiled me. I got so excited that I just didn't know what I was saying. Do you, I'm sorry, we didn't mean to double cross you, Julian, but it does sound like his mission is quite important. Well, what I, what I want to know, mate, is that, Bob, how did you know where I was, mate? I am quite a good friend of the pop star Sting. Oh, what Sting was that he blabbed? That's right. Sting told me. 
He said he, that he knew this guy called Julian Assange on a secret space station and he'd been commissioned by this guy to write a song about what it's like being in space. See, with that, I mean, it's not even like uh, he gave you a little nudge and a wink. He just literally told you. It sounds like Bob. That's right. Uh, you should pick your friends bad, Julian. Sting's I mean, I know we were going to double-cross you, but I mean, we didn't do something like that. Sting's not a particularly trustworthy guy. That's all I can say. So watch your back whenever you're dealing with him. Oh, mate, you know, I thought he was a good confidant, you know. I just told him, you know, I'm not liking space and this mission of um, trying to stop pre-crime. And I was just, you know, crying. And I was just like a shoulder to cry sort of thing. And I said, I know what to cheer me up. I wrote some lyrics. I thought I'd get Sting to record a song for me. Right, well... Yeah, I'm just going to keep you guys locked in there, and I'm going to just carry on with my mission. Well, so, um, no, maybe just, you sent that message for us, though, didn't you, Julian, so we can get out of here. Nah, I was lying, mate. Oh. Uh. I just wanted you to go down there and see who it was. I'm glad I, glad I got you out of the way now. So, yeah, I'm just going to keep you locked in there probably forever, and then um, just carry on with my mission. I'll just uh, forget you're there. So lonely in space. stuck. Julian, are you sure you don't want to let us out? Because uh, we could double cross Bob if you like. Bob, don't listen to that. What? What are you saying? You're going to double cross me? Who are we supposed to be? <laughs> You're on my side. Right. You're on my side, guys. Guardian of the galaxy. I'm a guardian of the galaxy, right? Yeah, You're on my side. That does give you some weight. And also, you're a sir. So. <laughs> True enough. Sir Bob Gell of Guardian of the Galaxy. Yeah. Lord, one day I'm hoping. I'll, I'll ascend to the house of lords, I hope. Maybe you save that for another show. <laughs> right, so how are we going to get through this door? I don't know, Bob. Well, you're more heavy. Maybe smash it down. Ah, uh, we said that, but have you seen Dave? I mean, have you got any food with you? <laughs> Not got any with me, no. I thought this was just going to be a sort of in-and-out mission. I'd be home by tea time. Right, 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 right. Um, so no supplies with me, I'm afraid. But uh, maybe we could... Can we just ram your friend against the door? Maybe... We could, we could just... try. <laughs> no, you can't smash me through the door. No, you can't As you try. said, I'm looking quite skinny, Bob. So um, I haven't got much weight behind me, so it's not really going to be much of a battering ram. Maybe um, just throwing this out there, Bob. You're probably the portliest of the three of us. Maybe you should kind of th- throw your weight behind this into the door. That can be the backup plan. I think first what I'll try and do is I'll try and reason with the ship's computer. Okay. Okay, right. So stand aside, guys. I know what I'm doing. Computer, open the door. I'm sorry, Bobby. I... Why can't you open the door? I'm sorry, Bobby. I 
can't understand your accent. What do you mean you can't understand my accent? It's pretty clear. I'm just trying. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to make sure I open the door. What's wrong with this accent? Is this a clear Irish accent? <laughs> my accent is, it's always been Irish, it always will be Irish, it never fluctuates away from Irish. Do you not have an Irish chip? I, I, I can't understand your thick accent. I think you just called me thick. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go with plan B. Bob, 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 <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Bob, Bob. I don't care if you're sorry, right. Watch out, Dave. Right, feel the wrath of my head. Ugh. You okay, Bob? Great, Bob Gowdus just collapsed. Bob. 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 <laughs> it's alright, James, he's still breathing. I think oh. he's just knocked himself out slightly. Well, he was a guardian of the galaxy today, but I don't <sighs> think we're gonna have to. Right, maybe we could, um. The chops for this, you know? <laughs> maybe we could take his gun and, I don't know. Do what? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm feeling too hungry. <laughs> I think the air's getting a bit thin in here. Oh, I need some food, right. Julian, like, leak the, the oxygen. I don't know what I don't know what he's up to. Right, try and speak to him over the intercom or something. Who's there? Hello. Hello, who's there? Who do you think's there? I don't know. It's Julian Assange here, so you're a lucky guy. It's, it's James and Dave, sorry, from earlier. James and Oh the guys that I'd locked for eternity in the uh in the That's uh, right. in the space shuttle. Yeah, we're just wondering, could you maybe let us out, maybe. Fred I can't, I've got a very important mission to do, you know. I'm working for the US government, mate. That's a big employer. See, why? Uh, see, here's the thing, Julian. Like, do you really want to work for the US government? I mean, I, I thought you were all against that, right, Dave? You, you, you thought that too, right? To be fair, I don't really know who Julian is, but I'll go with that. Yeah, you're a leaker, Julian. Come on. Leak. 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 leak, leak. leak. Oh, guys, you know, stop appealing to the leaker inside me. You know, I can't, I can't go against the US government, you know. I know, I know I sort of fought against them for many years, but they've just got something on me, you know? What, uh, what do you mean? They've been blackmailing me to do this. Blackmailing you? They've been blackmailing me. I know you wouldn't expect such a thing of a mighty government like the US, but they've been, they have underhand methods, you know. I know you wouldn't think it, that's why I leak, to get out their underhand methods. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, can it really be that bad? I mean... Mate, it's terrible, right? I shouldn't really tell you this, because you've been locked in there for eternity, you can't really tell anyone else. So, they've got this video of me, right? Is it is it worse than that one of you, you dancing in the club? What? Is it is it worse than the the one of you dancing when you're drunk, right? And you're dancing in the club. You see that? I showed you that the other day, Dave. Oh, oh, oh god! Don't worry, Julian. It can't be worse than that. <laughs> that I mean, you look like some sort of weird. I don't know. Ghoul. Ghoul. A goblin. Some sort of skeletal being. I think is what you look like. You guys have seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, like it's everywhere, right? You seen the video? It was on the news. They put it on the news? Oh, but they're tarnishing my good name as Julian Assange. Great leaker, you know? Oh, well if it's out, I guess I, they can't blackmail Wait, sorry, is that, the, is that the video you're worried about? Yes, they're, they've been saying they were gonna release this video of me dancing like a complete prune, and that I was gonna, and that, you know, everyone would stop respecting me. That happened years ago. Oh, so it's already out? You mean yeah, like, yeah, that's been out a long time. I they've got nothing. The CIA's got nothing on me anymore. Well, that's the only thing they had on you. That's the only thing they had on me. You're a very proud man. <laughs> I'm a very, I'm Julian Assange, but I've got a lot to be proud of. Oh, great! I feel liberated. I don't have to do it anymore. Do what? Sorry. Oh yeah. All do all this. the pre-crime and all that, all the spying, all the killing and stuff. Yeah, all the laser beaming of sort of innocent rows of houses. Yeah, Bob did say you didn't. You, you forgot to mention this to us, Julian. It was a bit dodgy, but well, this it was is a massive space. It's classified, mate. It's, it's classified. pretty much like a Death Star. This is pretty. This is pretty dangerous. This is a pretty. Oh, mate, 
I should leak this. I should leak about this. Yeah, you should. I should, right. But really, the sort of the better side of me is saying I should really destroy it. You know, I sort of he help set it up. Mm. No, well, that sounds good too. I should do the noble thing. So maybe thing just and destroy you know, it. let us go, and we'll be on our way. And you, well, I'll, you I'll, come down. We'll get in, and we'll, we'll, we'll go. I can't come with you, mate. I've got to. I've got to set the self destruct going. You know, I'm yeah. gonna have to stay here and blow the station up. I'm gonna have to stay aboard and you blow it that? up. I think I have to. You know the. The U.S. government's tarnished my good name. I need to, I need to build up my my reputation again by doing the brave thing and blowing up this station. I mean, you will be immortalized. I mean, that is pretty incredible. That is pretty appealing to a guy like me. A man with an ego the size of mine would love to be immortalized. So, yeah, guys, I'm gonna have to do the noble thing. I'm gonna have to eject you, eject the escape pod that you're in. Um, the airlock does double up as an escape pod, which is quite handy. And um, stay and blow up the station. Yeah, all, all I'd ask from you guys is that you you tell the world what they need to know. The fact that I stayed here, sacrificed my life to blow up the station. Okay. Yeah. Uh, That's all I want you to do. Are they going to believe us? Um, yes, because they know what a guy, the kind of kind guy I am, they'll know. So all you got to do is... Oh, actually, come to think of it, you could just maybe tell the world that I'm kind of a great guy, I blew up the station. Um, I also, um, on my sideboard at home, I'd started writing my memoirs. Could you maybe kind of embellish them, finish them, then print them? If you could get um, them out into the world, they'll sell quite well. And, you know, people will read yeah. what a great guy I am. So, How much was left? Because we've only really known you for, like, a couple... I think I'd written the first... You know, an hour or so. I'd mainly put... Have you got this far? Because we could do the I last the, hour. I had the title. Julian Assange, the man, the myth, the legend, was the title. So I haven't really got much of the sort of the nitty gritty of it, but maybe if you right, could sort right, that right, right. out. So well, just... maybe I'll do the first one, Dave. You can handle that one, I guess. I mean, um, it's only fair. Yeah, I'll write your memoirs. Yeah, yeah. and James, you just phone up the newspapers and go, yeah, Julian Assange did a good thing, then put the phone down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah next to the uh, next to the uh, memoirs is uh, some of my pap shots. You know, me kind of looking a bit moody and all that sort of thing. You know, looking a bit sort of scowling into the camera, looking pretty smouldering. So you maybe send them off to maybe, you know, GQ, something like that. Okay, yeah. Maybe when the memoirs come out, it could be in GQ. That'd be quite good. Well, one last thing, if you could also... Um, right. You might need to kill the double of me in the embassy because else they're going to just wheel him out and say, look, Julian Assange is there. So um, maybe, yeah, if you could... Actually, no, what I'll do, what I'll do is I'll use the laser beam on the space station. I'll blow up the uh, Ecuadorian embassy. That's uh, saved you a job, isn't it? Okay. I mean, do you really want to murder someone? You're going to a double. No, I guess that'll tarnish my good name. I can't kill him, can I? You guys will have to kill him, right? If you go in there, shoot him, um, kill him dead, and then somehow just sort of dispose of the body. Okay, right, okay, so just to summarise, tell the world that I'm a great guy, send off the papshots to GQ, write my memoirs, and maybe kill the guy in the embassy. Right, sorted, okay? Well, I... Maybe do one or two of them. Right. Yep, sorted, guys. Right, okay. Um, it was nice knowing you guys. Right. Um, maybe hold on a bit. I'm just going to fire off the escape pod now. Okay. So, uh, yeah, hold on. Do we need a space suit? We nah, you'll space... be fine, guys. I'll try and aim you in the Pacific Ocean, but if not, you might hit some sort of, you know, Pacific Island, but it'll be fine. It'll be fine, guys. Don't worry. Right, yeah, from Julian Assange. Bye! Hold on, Dave. Oh, God. The room's coming away from the side of the station. Oh, my God. Bob. Hold on to Bob's face. Oh god, we're falling to earth! Oh god, I am so hungry. Why is there hungry. so many potatoes in there? <laughs> oh, pass me the Irish ambassador, James. I'm starving. Oh, guys. Guys, what's going on? My head is spinning. What Bob, happened? Bob, ho hold on, Bob. We're getting blasted back to earth. Julian's gonna blow up the station. You mean, did I, did, was the mission a success? Did we, we stopped him or what? The mission was a success. What can... What shall I tell Snorlax?
Has Julian Assange been stopped? We stopped him. You've stopped him? Mission completed. That's great. Bob Geldof's done it once again. Galaxy guarded. The Quick Smart Comedy Show, devised and performed by David and James, with Dan Davis and Bethan Highgate Betts. Theme song by Karosh Oliver Floyd. For more information and content, visit soundcloud.com slash quicksmart and follow us on Twitter at quicksmartshow.com.